We are finally in the NFL silly season where there's really not much going on. ESPN will still cover the NFL 48 hours a day, but there's not a whole lot of hard news. So we're going to get to some fun topics here today with John Krasinski. John's from, with The Athletic. I'm Jim Suhan from the Star Tribune. Brandon Morton is our producer. Thanks for listening to Viking Update. Uh, this is one of our football shows at talknorth.com. We also have Jeff Diamond's Vikings and NFL Insider with the former Vikings general manager. Uh, best way to listen to this show or any show you like at the network, subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's the easiest way to listen. You can also find our full show lineup and all of our show archives at talknorth.com. Uh, thanks to Aquarius Home Services. We are coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services studios. And thank you to our other sponsors, TSR Injury Law and Star Bank. Uh, so let, let's start with this one. Uh, the NFL, you know, it feels like the same teams are good year after year. In reality, the number of playoff teams changes or the, the identity of the playoff teams change fairly dramatically year to year. You just don't see a lot of teams repeating year after year. So the Vikings are obviously going to be one of the teams trying to repeat. They won the division by four games last year. Uh, let's go through the NFL divisions and assess which teams have the best chance of repeating. And let's start with the Vikings, since this is a Vikings show. Uh, last year, they go 13-4. and four. They win the division by four games. Detroit is supposed to be better. Green Bay, uh, I don't know what to think uh, about them. They still have a pretty good roster, but now they're breaking into Jordan Love. Chicago Bears looking to make a major jump with Justin Fields as he matures. But they were a terrible team last year. They won three games. They are outscored by 137 points. Uh, what chance do you give the Vikings of repeating? Um, let's see here. It, it's, and, why don't it, we, and why don't we do it on a scale of 10 for each team we talk about? Yeah, I, I would say um, I, I do give them, I probably give them a narrow advantage um, in, in the division right now, just given their star power on offense. So um, let's see, a, a 10 of repeating, let's say, I'm going to say a six. Um, I've, you know, I think it's, I, I think it's l more likely than maybe any of the other teams, but I really like Detroit and we can talk about them a little bit later, but, but I think if the Viking, the Vikings path to competing obviously is if Brian Flores sprinkles some pixie dust on this defense and gets it going and then it's cousins, it's Jefferson, it's Hawkinson, it's this, it's this offense really kind of carrying the way and I feel like when I look at the rest of the division the most reliable unit in this division right now might be the Vikings offense and so I might just hang my hat on that ever so slightly I'm going to be more optimistic now listen this is a flaw of mine as much as every sports columnist in the history of the business has been accused of being negative I'm I'm generally way too optimistic about local teams. I, I'm always, I always overestimate the Timberwolves. Uh, sometimes I overestimate the Vikings. I generally overestimate the Twins. Uh, I'm going to be more optimistic than I probably should be. I'm going to give it an eight for the Vikings. Uh, I think that Flores will find a way to improve the defense, at least marginally. I can see the offense being even better uh, with uh Cousins being the second year with the same play caller for the first time in about a decade uh, with with Hawkinson for a full season, with Addison uh, replacing Thielen uh, and K.J. Osborne maybe playing a little bit bigger role. I just like the way this team is set up. It, not, you know, it hasn't been a brilliant 
uh, offseason in terms of personnel. They've lost some veterans. They've lost some good players. But I think Addison will will work in very well right away. I think Hawkinson will be a, a it'll be a big thing for him to go through a training camp. So I'm going to say eight. Um, and you you mentioned the Lions. I just I just don't trust them. Uh, yeah. Especially, you know, after everything they went through with the, some of the suspensions uh, because of gambling, I just, you know, they went nine and eight last year. They did have the best point differential in the in the division. They did win their last two games. They won their last game at Lambeau. That was all impressive. It was fun. Dan Campbell, who I thought was an idiot uh, during his opening press conferences, turned out to be a good program coach. I just don't know what their ceiling is when you have with Jordan Goff. I, you know, he's a, he's a good player. Can he actually? Elevate a team uh, by himself. I don't know, so I, I I'm going to just slow my roll on the Lions, and, and I could see I could see it being close. I could see the Vikings winning eleven, the tie, the Lions winning ten, or something like that. But I'm still going to go with the Vikings. Yeah, and, and I will say this. Um, you, so where could it go wrong for the Vikings? Right, that, that that's the other part, the other part of the coin that we have to look at. And I do think that there is a possibility that. Um, all of the quote unquote luck that the Vikings had last year to get to 13 and four will not be as heavily in their favor. Now, I don't like calling that luck because I do think that the Vikings deserve credit for executing late in games and down the stretch to get victories that other teams wouldn't. Now, did they get lucky every once in a while? Yeah. The Buffalo win was, was lucky in, in, in some respects, but um, a lot of the time it was making the right plays when they needed to make them to win those close games. So I want to give them credit, but I do think it is possible that they will not just be as overwhelmingly great in those scenarios next season as they were last season. And so that could cause their, their number to drop back. But I also don't believe it's going to take 13 wins to, to beat this, to win this division. You could, I think you could get there with 11 wins um, without much of a, without much of a problem. And with Detroit, um, I do think that, you know, I'm in the boat where it is hard to trust just because it's been so many years of dysfunction there. Um, And so what I do love about them is, is I do believe that they are developing an identity with Dan Campbell as the head coach. Um, And the GM is, um, I can't remember his name right off the top of my head, but I, th- I think he's done a really good job in, in identifying talent and drafting and signing players and and managing that roster. Um, so I think they are on the upswing, but oftentimes, you know, we expect progress to be linear. Oh, they moved up to nine and eight last year. That means automatically they're going to go to 12 wins the next season. They're going to win the division. And a lot of times, I think teams can get a little uh, intoxicated by their success or by the labels that people are bestowing upon them. And so I think it's going to be a real challenge for the Lions to manage expectations for maybe the first time since they've been Lions. You know, it's just like they never have expectations. But now I think they're kind of the trendy pick for the next up and coming team. And so that could cause them to uh, get a little flat. And so I think. You know, if I'm giving them a number, I'm going to just I'm giving them a five. I think they are the second most likely team in that in that division to win to win it. Um, But I do think it is a it's a coin flip for how they handle some of the attention that is going their way and how they keep building on that, because I do like a lot of the talent 
that they've brought in. And I like the leadership that's in place to, for the first time, you know, in forever in Detroit. Yeah. Brad Holmes is their GM. Holmes, I do think he's done a nice job. And and I really like their offense and I like Campbell's personality and his guts. Uh, mm-hmm. I like the attitude that team brings. It's easier to have that kind of aggressive attitude when you're kind of the underdog. I don't know how they're going to handle uh, a certain amount of hype. Uh, the other thing is their defense was every bit as bad as the Vikings defense last year. Uh, maybe Hutchinson continues to improve at a rate that changes that, but it's just not a good defense. And I think that might get exposed under uh, heavier expectations this year too. Let's let's get through the rest of the division. Packers eight and nine last year with Rodgers. I could see Jordan Love being a pretty good player. I I just don't think he he elevates them. I could see. I think they're another five hundred team. I could see the Bears making a major leap this year and still being about a five hundred team because they're starting from such a low base. Yeah, I mean, um, for the for the Packers, I'll believe Jordan Love when I see it, man. Yep. Um, I just will, and and so maybe he is the next great quarterback, and all and now a growing line of them for the Packers. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, getting choked up about Jordan Love, but um, it happens. I I just like, there's, I, I don't see any way that you can confidently look at that group and, and say, yes, he's going to be the quarterback that leads him. Maybe, maybe he will. And maybe it'll, we'll all look back at this and say, boy, we were foolish for doubting it and for doubting the Packers. Um, but I just, I, I don't, want to put any stock in that just yet. I'm going to make them kind of prove it in that way. Um, and so, you know, yeah, I'll put them at a four. Um, you know, I do like some of their defense. Um, I, I think they have talent on that side of the ball. Um, I, I do want to see how their receivers develop in their second year without Devonte Adams um, and, 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 and see kind of how they build that. But, it's just uh, I'm just not there. I think Detroit is more talented top to bottom than Green Bay. And I think that the Vikings have more continuity and more reliability offensively than Green Bay. And so that's why I'm going to put Green Bay at four um, on the sliding scale of 10 to win that division. And I love Justin Fields. I think he's just so much fun to watch. He's so dynamic. Uh, and, you know, if not for a uh, a, mm-hmm. a nice flop <laughs> last year by Dantzler, uh, he probably beats the uh, Vikings in U.S. Bank Stadium. So he's really dangerous, but I just got—I just have to see more from that franchise in as a whole. Yeah, I mean, they, they're like, they're still in the very early stages of their, whatever you want to call it, rebuild or or, or anything like that. And so... Um, they just, they need so much more talent. Now they made the trade to get the Carolina receiver, DJ Moore. That will help things. Um, but I, I do want to see fields continue to progress. Like he is so dynamic and so explosive, um, in what he does. Now I want to just see him continue to progress as a passer and, um, and to be really able to command an offense that way, um, to, to kind of, before I before I say yeah he's ready to lead this team uh for the foreseeable future um so just given their relative lack of talent top to bottom on their roster uh around fields I just think that they have to be at a two to win that division 
Yeah, no doubt. Okay, we're going to speed through the rest of the divisions. Uh, we're going to make it quick. Then a couple other topics I want to get to. I uh, just want to remind you, we're coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services Studios. Uh, thanks, as always, to Aquarius Home Services. Ready for worry-free water? Ready to say goodbye to contaminants like forever chemicals and lead? Ready for soft, crystal clear, amazing water? Aquarius Home Services, your independent, authorized Kinetico dealer can help. Visit KineticoMN.com to schedule your free water analysis today. Reminder, TSR Injury Law and sponsoring the John Krasinski Show and many of our other shows across the TalkNorth.com platform. All you need to remember is 612-TSR-TIME. If you are injured, call 612-TSR-TIME. They will help you. They will direct you to the right people if uh, they can't help you themselves. If they can help you, they won't charge you unless they win your case, and they win a lot of cases. 612-TSR-TIME. Thanks also to Star Bank. Big banks aren't the only ones with mobile apps and convenient financial services. I'd like to tell you about Star Bank. Star Bank is an independent community bank in Minnesota. They're family owned and treat customer relationships as a top priority. You're not a customer number at Star Bank and they have no call center. It's just banking how it should be, a throwback to the good days. Mobile app check, convenient services, you got it. Check out Star Bank for yourself. For deposits and lending solutions, work with a local community bank that cares. Starbank.net, member FDIC and equal housing lender. All right, quickly, NFC East, uh, Eagles go 14-3 and last year. Cowboys win 12 games before, uh, you know, having their typical postseason uh, disappointment. Uh, you know, in terms of point differential, those teams are pretty close. It felt like the Eagles were a much better team. Cowboys actually were not that far off statistically or in terms of victories. Uh, Giants, they keep Daniel Jones. I don't know how much better they actually are. Washington, undergoing all kinds of cataclysmic changes. Maybe they finally become a, a, a you know, a functioning franchise. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be really boring here. I just love the Eagles and I love Jalen Hurts. And I'm just going to take him to win it again. And I, I will put a, I will put a, an eight on that one too. Yeah, I, I think so. I feel really strongly about that. I mean, the giants were a nice, nice story last year. Um, I just, I don't ever believe in Dallas um, until they actually do something. And I know they were 12 and five last year, but um, but I just, I, they, they never deliver when you need them to. And, and Washington is Washington. So, uh, Philly, definitely the class of that division. I, yeah, I feel eight or nine that they're the, the most talented that they'll be coming back hungry. Um, and that they will repeat as division winners. All right, let's go to the uh, NFC South, the worst division in football last year. Uh, Tampa Bay somehow found a way to win it. Well, Tom Brady just kind of won a few games late uh, that kind of put them over the top in terms of just that awful division. Carolina, number one pick in the draft, the great Adam Thielen. Uh, Saints with Derek Carr. Uh, Falcons, I don't know. It feels like they're upgrading their overall talent. I still don't know if they know what they're doing. Uh, I'm going to go with the Saints just purely by default. Carolina is going to have growing pains. Tampa isn't that good. Uh, Derek Carr isn't that good either, but at least he's a a veteran quarterback who knows how to play at some level, and the Saints still have some talent. But we don't have to spend a lot of time in this division. I'll give the Saints a six. Yeah, I think think the Saints are the betting favorite right now. Um, I don't really like Dennis Allen as a head coach. Me either. So I'm I'm going to go – more uh i'm just gonna go off the uh off the beaten path a little bit i'm gonna take atlanta um i don't know what desmond ritter is gonna be as a quarterback but i do like that they're kind of uh going against the grain a little bit in 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 really focusing on the run with Bijan robinson cordero patterson like all you know all of these kind of weapons in in on the ground game and i think it's just gonna be kind of fun to watch that and so i'm just gonna take atlanta um 
and and, and see what happens. But that's a that's a, a terrible division. So who knows it what's going to happen there? NFC West 49ers win 13 last year. Seattle's a nice story, winning nine. Uh, Rams had a collapse season at five. Cardinals uh, are a mess of an organization. They won four. God, I keep going chalk, but I can't find reasons not to. I got to go with the 49ers. I think they're. They might have the best roster in football, uh, and Seattle, I thought, overachieved to, to get to nine wins last year. Uh, the Rams might bounce back, but I don't think they're going to bounce back in a way that they beat the 49ers. So I'm going to take the 49ers. I might give them a nine. Yeah, I mean, it, I can't argue with you just given talent top to bottom. The one thing that could trip it up, like who is going to be their quarterback? Is yeah. is Purdy going to be ready? Um, at some point, you know, early in the season, is Sam Darnold going to be their guy? Is Kyle Shanahan really like the just quarterback whisperer and going to, you know, make uh, chicken salad out of chicken bleep uh, with with whatever he has? Can he do that? Yeah, he can do it. Um, I, I am intrigued by Seattle. I think that they have they continue to add a lot of talent as in this reboot that they've gone through. Geno Smith. Is is that a one year wonder? I don't know, but um, but I I want I want to see them play out. So I think that they can make a good run. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna give San Francisco a seven just because of the quarterback questions and the possibility that the gap is closing between the Seahawks and Niners in terms of overall talent. And if things break the right way, I could see the Seahawks stealing that one. I always pull for Pete Carroll, so that'd be fun to see. Okay, yeah. AFC East, maybe one of the fat, most fascinating divisions in football. Bills coming off a 13-win season. Uh, Dolphins, just so much fun to watch uh, and keep upgrading their talent. Uh, Patriots, I don't know whether it's time to write them off or not. Uh, maybe they have a bounce-back season and the Jets get Aaron Rodgers. Uh, God, I hate, I hate to continue to pick chalk. Um, and the thing about the Bills is they had – they outscored their opponents by 169 points last year. Uh, they they earned their 13 win record, uh, and they a couple of their losses were almost bizarre, including the one of the Vikings. So I'm just not ready to back off of them yet. I'm going to be I'm just going to continue to be really boring and give the Bills like a seven. Yeah, you know I I do think that people are getting a little bit. It's funny. I think people are getting a little bills fatigue. Like they've yes. been sort of one of the it teams over the last couple of years. They haven't quite breaking through, broken through. And so now I think the, the, the winds are against them a little bit um, just because of that. But you know, you've had, you have the stuff, the Stefan Diggs, um, uh, little drama or whatever. I think they're going to figure that out just fine. I think they have an unbelievable amount of talent on the roster and so I think their path to the division is certainly the clearest. And I'll put it at, I'll I'll say, um, I'll, I'm going to say six and a half on 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 Buffalo, just because I do think Miami could absolutely do it if Tua can stay healthy. But that's a huge if. I think the Jets could do it if Rodgers kind of has the fu season that Favre had after he came to the Vikings, um, and then they have a ton of talent. And so um, New England, they, hey, they have an offensive coordinator this year, which is going to be a novel difference from last year. So right, give it a we'll shot. See if, see if that makes a difference. I don't I, I'm just not I'm not on them. But I do think that there is a lot of talent in the division with Miami and New York. And so um, it's less of a, a vote of no confidence in Buffalo and more of just I think this is going to be one of the more competitive divisions in football. And so I'm not going to lean quite as heavily on the favorite. Um, as I might in, you know, in the East, in the NFC East, in the NFC South. 
AFC North. Yep. AFC North, uh, Bengals prohibitive favorite, but the Ravens are really interesting. I don't think the Steelers or the Browns are that good. Uh, I, don't, I don't think the Steelers have the talent. I don't like the Browns organization. Uh, it's hard to pick against Joe Burrow. They went 12 mm-hmm. and four last year. They win the division by, by two games. Uh, they had the best scoring differential. They won their last eight games. They, you know, went to Buffalo and won a playoff game. I, I just don't know how to pick against them, but the Ravens, have added receiving talent, finally. They have Lamar Jackson signed up, finally. Uh, they're incredibly well-coached. It's an incredibly well-run organization. They weren't that far away from the Bengals last year, even with everything going wrong and not having Lamar Jackson on the field much. I'm gonna. Here's where I'm going to pick an upset. I think both teams make the playoffs, but I'll take the Ravens to win the division and upset the, the Bengals, and I'll give them a six. Yeah, this is my, I think my favorite division in football. Um, I just, I really do think that there's a lot of talent and the rivalries are great. Um, I actually am a little higher on Cleveland. I do think, you know, despite sort of the onerous organization that they are, I think they're they're a good team. I think Deshaun Watson is going to have a good season, um, you know, absent the character and all of those things that, you know, I, I just think that he's talented. And so, um, I, I think they're going to be better than seven and ten last next year. I do think that this is a division where last year twelve wins won, won it. Maybe next year ten. It, they, I could see a t- all these teams beating up on each other and just kind of having a kind of endurance test. I'm going to still lean Burrow. He's my. I think he might be my favorite player in the league. And so I'm going to say Cincinnati at a six as well. Um, I think it's going to be incredibly tight. But I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Bengals. Uh, next week, we will actually talk about that. Who are our favorite players to watch in the NFL? That will be one of our topics. And um, Burrow's on my list. He isn't number one, though. So we'll get into that uh, next week. All right, AFC South. Uh, Jaguars surged last year. Titans, uh, Colts, mm-hmm. eh. T- Texans, eh. Maybe this is the worst division in football this, this year. Um, I, I think – I'm going to continue to be incredibly boring for a controversial uh, podcast host. I I thought the Jaguars started figuring it out last year. I think they're well coached. They got the best, most talented quarterback in the division. I will just have to go with the Jaguars very simply. I'll give them a seven. Yeah. I I mean, I just don't know, like, I don't know how you can look at the others in this division and say that they're going to have, you you have any confidence that they're going to put something together. I think Trevor Lawrence what is this year three now for him? He, mm-hmm. he did take some good steps last year um, in a, in a, you know, competently coached situation. And so I think he can build on that. I do think that they win the division and I'll give it a seven, seven and a half. The only team that I could see. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah. The, I mean, the Titans always seem to find a way to be uh, stubbornly decent. Um, I, I think, but I, I just don't think that they have the talent to do it. So yeah, Jacksonville seven and a half. Yeah. I, I'll give the, I'll, I'll go even eight on that one. Mm-hmm. If I hadn't put our number on it. All right. Last division. Hey, thanks for listening to talknorth.com. We have next week. We're going to talk about our favorite players to watch unless there's big news. We'd always cover the news first. Uh, Dalvin cook could be signing. It sounds like he has an offer from the dolphins right now. There will be news developments because there always are in the NFL. Uh, the slower weeks we'll try to have some fun like this uh, next week we'll talk about our favorite players to watch we'll do some prop bets how many yards for alexander madison how many yards for adam thielen for jordan addison uh we'll talk you know and we'll talk about news around the nfl again check out jeff diamond's vikings and nfl insider jeff former vikings general manager is really good on the contract and negotiation and personnel side of the game and once again we appreciate you listening to talknorth.com last division afc west 
Uh, Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. Um, it's hard for me to believe that Russell Wilson won't back, bounce back to a certain degree uh, with good coaching. Uh, last year was a disaster. Uh, I don't know what the Raiders are doing. The Chargers, it felt like they started figuring things out last year, and they are incredibly talented. But, hey, uh, what, I'm going to continue my boring podcast by being boring again and saying it's the Chiefs division, and I'll give them an eight just because of Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, I think that's it. I mean, um, you, I'm still waiting for Herbert to, like, really yep. do something. Um, he's super impressive from a just physical talent and watching him go. But Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the league. They are the Super Bowl champions. They are an incredibly well-run organization, an incredibly well-coached organization. They're really – I think they're the class of the NFL. And so um, – yeah, I, I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them a nine. Like that's how much confidence I have in them. Even though I, I actually think this could be a sneaky competitive division. Um, I just still think that I just believe in them so much as an organization and Mahomes so much as an individual that there's just no way I could could think about going anywhere else. Yep, no doubt. All right, we'll have some fun next week. Uh, we appreciate you listening to TalkNorth.com. Again, if you like the show or you like any shows at the network, subscribe to them at your favorite podcast app. It's the easiest way to listen. It is also absolutely free. Uh, thanks for listening to TalkNorth.com. Check out TalkNorth.com for all of our other shows.